Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Farms Advice Agribusiness Podcast, the podcast for agribusinesses wanting to grow through finding the right opportunities and linking up with the right technology. We will be connecting you with the stories from across the sectors, leaving you with the tools and knowledge to implement into your own business. Follow us on our social media accounts at Farms Advice for further motivation to grow your enterprise. Welcome to Farms Advice, very first episode. We have James McKenzie from Macca's Beef down in Newcastle and also with their properties extending to Gloucester. G'day Macca, how you going mate? Yeah, g'day Crazy. how are you mate? Yeah, going well, thank you. Yeah, I'm good thanks mate, poking about um, and especially keen to get into Farms Advice. With you, having you on as the very first person, um, hopefully we can reach out there and help people find those different opportunities within agribusiness in Australia. Um, and just happy to have you on board to get it all started. You've had a bit of rain out your way by the looks of things. Yeah, we've had it quite a bit the last few days. It's um, almost a little bit too much. I know you shouldn't say that, but it's not far off it. Looks nice and green behind you. Yeah, it's a bit of an old photo, that one, but um, gloss is looking much the same way at the moment. Yeah, what's that? Your cows in the background, is it? Your yeah, a few of our cows on the hill there, yeah. Just to paint the picture for everyone, we're actually on a Zoom call at the moment and Mac has got a picture of his cows up in the Gloucester Hills there as his virtual background. And I've got a picture of the lambs jumping out of the feeder. Um, you might be able to see these if I end up loading this onto YouTube. No worries, let's get into it. Now Mac, I want to talk about your experiences within ag um, and how you've come to be where you are today and how you see yourself within 10 years within the family enterprise. Could you just tell us a bit about that? Yeah, right. So I, um, I was born in Newcastle on the coast and family-run family farm down here. Um, and I went to school in Maitland. 
uh, studied agriculture by distance education for years 9, 10, 11 and 12 um, through Camden Haven High School up near Port Macquarie. Um, after that, I pursued agriculture at university at UNE. At first, I was a bit, uh, a bit worried what UNE would be like or what university would be like. I didn't know if it was for me. So I went with an open mindset and thought, if I like it, I'll stay. If I don't, I'll go home. Um, four and a half years later, I finished my double degree in agriculture and business. And um, after that, I continued to work for the family business. And uh, that brings me to where I am today. Just touching back on your influences of why you went to uni in Armidale or even uni anywhere, um, was there someone else that pushed you to do that or was that yourself wanting to go? My old man wanted me to go to uni just so he could get me back there afterwards um, and then be further educated within the finance or whatever other, other sector we wanted to go into. Yeah, so mum, mum supported me to go to university. Uh, yeah. She planted the seed in my mind, but ultimately it was my decision. Um, Dad, I think Dad wanted me to stay home a bit more, actually. But um, yeah, Mum wanted me to head on up there, and I did. Um, are you the first person to go to uni within your family, or others around? Um, yeah, so I'm the first person in my family to go to uni. Um, Mum's brother went, my uncle, he went though. But um, in my direct family, yeah, I'm the first one. That's a pretty good achievement to be able to say that you're one of the first ones to attend university, um, and especially for agribusiness, developing your knowledge further um, to better your own position. So for yourself, staying within agriculture, what led you and influenced you to stay within your own family enterprise? Was it the lifestyle, financial, or just the freedom that comes with working within agribusiness as an employee or as an owner of a business? I, I like the lifestyle. That's the biggest driver for me. I like the lifestyle and the satisfaction you get out of producing a product that you know is um, safe for the consumer um, and you know that it's been produced in a, in a <clears throat> environmentally friendly and uh, in healthy manner. Um, and also I like the satisfaction you get out of improving the place. So you get to see the growth and, the, and, and more productivity uh, throughout the farm as, as it progresses and improves. As like a young person in your enterprise, do you have much to do with like the financials, the ins and outs, um, as it's getting more important to know what's going in with all the apps coming up these days? Young people are getting more involved. Yeah, so not directly invo involved with the financials. I know that everything that Dad sets me to do, any project he gets me onto, I always make sure that it's done in the most cost-effective manner as well as um, being efficient. Um, in terms of financials, I, I stick out and stick clear of that one for the moment. Yeah, one that always annoyed me was the old man going into town and not, he was just getting drenched for, because it was on the shelf, not even knowing what the price was. Just by grabbing the invoice, you could impact your budgeting um, and your overall management of your different tasks throughout agribusiness and on your farm. How do you approach the budgeting side for the Macca's Enterprise? Last year, I purchased a, like a fusion welder for polypipe. We laid a lot of polypipe ourselves. I purchased a fusion welder. Uh, you cut the cost of pipe fittings down significantly uh, with that little bit of technology, uh, and it paid for itself on the first job. <laughs> yeah, nice, excellent. Good to see ag tech. <laughs> so instead of, if you were to... <laughs> 
Um, you have to edit this one out. <laughs> yeah, I will or I might not. <laughs> so, for your farming enterprise, if you were not to go back to the farm, did you ever seek other jobs, look for different avenues, but just found out they weren't for you? Yeah, so prior to coming back to the farm, just before I graduated, I, um, I was pretty hell-bent. I wanted to go down the path with Landmark. I applied for a job in Armidale with Landmark. Um, I was unsuccessful uh, with that application. I think they wanted somebody um, probably more suited to long-term and they probably read through and saw what I was about. Um, it was a good process though, going through the interviews and um, it's a disappointment I didn't get it, but it still put, puts me to where I am today and I'm happy with that. Do you think with like the hiring process for young people coming off farms, if they were to go to another job, that employer would look on um, that they're just going to duck home back to the farm after two years? Um, obviously, obviously for any business, that's a, that is a big factor because it's a significant cost involved to train an applicant up to what they need them to do and, and the role around the job. And if they spend, they might spend three years training them and they stay there for another year and then go back home. So that is something that um, recruiters of especially large companies like that do need to consider. Very important. And I think it is a big, yeah, big risk. Yeah, of course. Um, so working from home has amazing benefits. What are the challenges that you've come up against? Whether that's working with your family at some times can be difficult as you're always surrounded by each other, living with each other and working with them. Um, how have you dealt with the challenges of that or your own challenges? Yeah, so I think communication is the biggest one. Um, it's important to have clear communication and have the goal set out what you're after and what you want to achieve. Um, along, along with that, <clears throat> another challenge is ag tech um, and trying to progress a few things, especially my grandfather, you know, he's 82 actually today. Is his birthday, so he's a little bit set in his ways with things that we want to change and implement. Um, so you just got to sort of negotiate with how things are going to be run and, and work on it from there. Within Australian agriculture, I see the huge need of helping others on board onto digital assets such as websites, even social media, um, and then venturing out into ag tech, which is a bit more onboarding. Um, as a strapline that I came up for Farms Advice is helping agribusinesses transform from the traditional industry into one that relishes the digital world. How are you doing this with Macca's Beef? Uh, and are you using ag tech currently through different technologies and plat programs that allow you to do this? Yeah, so we're implementing a bit of technology where possible. Um, we've started using a more um, better base um, process sorry for keeping records so we went partnered up with stockbook dad also uses a bit of ag live as an application which tracks the um, product from the paddock to the plate so the consumer knows that they're getting a quality source of protein that they know it's reliable and where it comes from um, because a big part of our business is also um, a china job that dad's involved with where we export our own product overseas Excellent. For that stock book, how long have you been using that for? Because it can give you excellent data if, like, once you have it all in place over a few years. Yeah, so we've had stock book probably for three years now. 
Um, we've been using it very rough for the first sort of two years. In this last 12 months, we've got on top of it a lot more. Uh, we purchased a few more farms in previous years, and I suppose with a large quantity of cattle coming in, um, we didn't really have the chance to keep on top of it all. And now we've sort of steadied up a bit by catching up with that. So Stockbook, that's just back home on your computer, or are you taking that on the run as well? Uh, taking it on the run as well as being on the computer, so working live in the yards with, with it. Oh, yeah, using it on the run. What are you using it in the yards for? Uh, weight recording and stuff yep. like that, pregnancy testing, keeping data like that, so we know each what, what cows producing, if they're uh, what what weight gains they're going to have, have more data to predict for the future. Yeah, so if you like, if you have two, a cow come through and she's dry once or twice, that comes up, uh, and then you'll be notified like, whether or not to move the cow on. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So you put just put test up. Yep. Yeah, we put her in, we might put her into the autumn drop from a spring drop. If she doesn't have any luck that time, we uh, yeah probably look at moving her on. Yeah, of course. Um, and then, so f- talking about the technology of Macus beef, I hear you've got a little Raspberry Pi. <laughs> What's this? Yeah, so I recently purchased a Raspberry Pi, which is a, a small microcomputer. Um, just in a little bit of spare time I get, which is not very often. I'm hoping to try and learn a little bit of programming. I'd like to start to make my own computer sensors and monitors. Um, just see how it goes. Hopefully it works out all right, like water level sensors and flow meters. I know you can buy them, but I get the satisfaction out of being able to make it as well. How would you like integrate that into air conditions? Pretty hot in a trough throughout the summer or like it's even cold as well without freezing or overheating. Do you know anything about that or, you... or is it just an idea at the beginning? Uh, it's just an idea in the start, but I have thought about that a little bit. You can um, get some pretty good cases that they fit into as well as most of the sensors that I'll be using are going to be analog sensors. So by the time you wire them up, um, the computer can actually be a fair way away from the water source or from the temperature in a controlled environment. Yeah, excellent. So that's just for like your water, checking on waters? Yeah, pump flows and pressures and stuff like that. Who knows what what it'll lead into yet. So you're down, your main place where you stay is in Soldash. Would you have that up in Gloucester and be checking it from Soldash, saving you the two-hour trip, whatever it is? Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be the goal. Um, the biggest challenge at Gloucester, because we've got the five farms at Gloucester, the biggest challenge we're going to have at Gloucester is not being able to have phone reception uh, to, to get it to send the data to an app. So I have to figure out how I'm going to overcome that problem. Is that, does that come into play for your stock book? But you'll have an offline version, wouldn't you? Yeah, have an offline version we can use anywhere. Yeah. And your properties in Gloucester, are they connected or in some way or no? All of them? I don't even know that personally. Yeah, so our, our properties are yeah, not connected. So we've got some north, south, east, uh, sorry, and west. No, no, no ones are east as of yet uh, around the Gloucester district. We've got two properties down in uh, near Newcastle, near the airport. Excellent. And you're managing those? Or you've got someone on there covering the five properties in Gloucester? Yeah, so we've got a good team up there. Uh, we've got a stock manager and uh, farm managers on, on the properties. And so I work hand-in-hand hand with them to conduct day-to-day activities or, or bigger projects when I'm up there. Uh, and the same goes at home. Yeah, that's excellent that you're working so closely 
with your team, uh, whether they be two hours away or with you every day. It's important to have a management system in place and as you said before, the communication needs to be really effective when it comes to you working with your employees, whether they be two hours away and just coming together every morning or just once a week just to see what the tasks are at hand and how you complete them together. Moving on, where do you see Macca's Beef in the next 10 years? I know you're one of the enterprises using a bit more of tech or beef exporting as well. Where do you want Macca's Beef to be within 10 years? Is that expanding or just developing on what you have at the moment and increasing your efficiencies and productivity levels? Um, I think in 10 years' time, if we can grow grow our numbers a bit more, as well as um, get on top of a lot of the jobs, such as fencing and drain cleaning and, and uh, tidying up the paddocks and dam cleaning. We've got to clean the drains down on the coast here because we need the water to run away um, and dam cleaning at Gloucester. So by the time I think we get on top of a few of those jobs, um, we'll find ourselves in a pretty good, comfortable position um, and be able to focus a lot more on the genetics of the cattle as well as... Um, as as well as trying to acquire a bit more a bit more land. Perfect. As the like well as the middle child, um, how how do you want your role to play out for that? Do you think you'll take a step up and then your dad will take a step back or like more managerial? Um, I think for the moment I think we'll just continue to work together. Yeah. Um, dad's dad's very active in the company is and very active in the export market, and um, his father's the same. My grandfather's still very active in both both aspects of the company. Um, so I believe that for now, just continue to work alongside them and just uh, sort of do what I get told. Yeah, same as me. My old man's wanting me to do a bit more back home as well. Um, for anyone that's not within ag, what would you say to them? to dip their toe in the water, um, whether that's like within your industry, beef or just generic ag industry? Yeah, so quite regularly, regularly I get a few people asking me for jobs or do I know any jobs going? And I think the biggest one is to try and get um, some experience on whatever interests you. So whether it's a bit of work in a dairy or a bit of work on a, in a chicken farm or on a, on a cattle enterprise or cropping. I think if you start off, whether you just turn up to do some milking of a morning or picking up some eggs of an afternoon, um, dip your toe in that way. And uh, agricultural field days are also a good way to sort of test the, test the waters and see what's about and what, op- what offers and opportunities might be out there. I think those sort of things are pe- a good way for people to become a bit interested. And then you can go and say, right, oh, well, a TAFE course for me would be good or a university education course might be good or just either either. And it gives people opportunity what they want to go to. Yeah, definitely. There's a, actually a lot of free courses at the moment through TAFE and other institutes because of the coronavirus currently, uh, which is perfect for anyone wanting to transition into ag. For farms advice, we see that like, the diverse roles, you can be doing marketing to finance within agriculture. You don't directly have to be on the tools or out there getting your hands dirty. Uh, I think it's important that we're able to educate those outside of the agricultural bubble and how they can become a part of developing Australian agribusiness, whether that's through marketing, business operations, or even their sector that interests them. 
um, we're all different and we all want something from agribusiness it's just that you need to find your own element that interests you so that's pretty much it for our first episode cheers for doing that Maka um, hopefully it helps out a few people coming into ag or just to kickstart this podcast hopefully you'll be the first and then we'll have you on in a year or so just to see what's going on down the line or we'll check in to see what you're doing in 10 years if it matches yeah that sounds good to me mate can't wait thank you so for Macca's Beef, how can we contact you best if someone wants to get in touch or visit what you do? So our website, um, if you want to contact us, the best way would be to visit our website and it's australianangusbeef.com.au and that can lead you to contact details for um, either email or phone call. That's perfect. It's got a bit about your story, your location um, and even like your distribution, a bit of news. You've got a great video of the cows running across there. Yeah, they were a bit spooked by the drone, but uh, made for a good video. Just before we wrap it up here, I just noticed you have an article there with Alibaba. They came and visited your farm there um, just to come see what they do. Um, how did this come about? As they're, like, they're a really big e-commerce platform within China and also the world. I came across them in my first little venture. Um, didn't seem to pan out quite so well um but how did this come across with alibaba yeah so basically dad was um teaming up with alibaba to see if we could offer what what he was after um in terms of a customer base um because not only do we want to sell our product we want to sell our product to the right partner so that you work hand in hand and our our product complements what their goals are and our goals complement compliment theirs and so on so on so um we had alibaba come out and visit us and they had a look around the farm and we took them to gloucester to the farms up there and the farms down at home here and they uh they thoroughly enjoyed their time and we made a few sales out of that out of that interaction it just for like the listeners if you're not aware of alibaba it's one of the biggest china e-commerce platforms um not only in china but the world it uh it's a multi-vendor which is what I think it would be a great thing for farms of us to mature into, um, allowing farmers to come together and, well, not only farmers, products and services to sell within the same spot rather than just selling to your local branch. Uh, you may not be able to get gates that you want in your region. So maybe that could work down the line. But it's fantastic that Alibaba came to yours. It's a pretty big effort um, and excellent that they were interested in Macca's Beef. Yeah, it was, it was good. Dad's done a pretty good job marketing our product overseas, especially the uh, the paddock to plate. Um, I think it is an important part, and especially consumers like China, they want to know where their product comes from, and they know that it's healthy, and they know that they can consume it in a way that's similar to Western culture, I guess, in, a, in, in an aspect, because they want to experience new things. And uh, that's the sort of market we've led for. Well, thanks for taking us through your experiences within Agriculture Macca. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it for the first episode. I think we've done pretty good for a couple of farmers um, coming up through the ranks, wanted to do a bit more for our industry. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get you on again later on down the line. Cheers, mate. Yeah, no worries. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thanks, mate. Talk to you soon. Nice, Sammy. Cheers.
Thank you for listening to the Farms Advice Podcast. I hope that we can help you fill in the gaps of your business to help you grow into the future. If you'd like to get in touch, see how we can grow your agribusiness, please visit us at farmsadvice.com.au. Please share this podcast with your colleagues, friends and family to help us find the right audience to improve Australian agribusiness. Hope to see you next time. Cheers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.